Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It's Tuesday. It's first morning coffee. My coffee right here. You got coffee, SP3? What are you drinking? No, no the missus just came back from uh, the park with the kids, so I don't have I don't have any drink right now. I might have to text her like, I need some water. Okay, you, gotta, you gotta at least get some water going, man. Gotta at least get some water going. I forgot it's not like early, early there, but no. still. It's I woke up. At like 5 a.m. your time, and my oh. daughter, my daughter and son woke up around like 4 a.m. your time, which is 9 a.m. here, which is which is good for them. They're usually up at like 2 to 3 a.m. your time, and they slept till like you know 9 a.m. here. So, and it's about 1:05 right now. So, I mean, I didn't go to bed until about 2 a.m. So I was up. I was up late last night. Uh, we'll talk about, I think most people might know why, but we'll talk about why when Caden joins us a little bit later on. And if he doesn't join us for, for some reason, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> the NBA Finals are underway. SP3, the Boston Celtics, the Golden State Warriors. This series is over. Warriors in five. This wow, is you're calling it? You're yeah. calling it? Over. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, Boston has only played better than the Warriors for one quarter. It yep. seems like like they 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 it was like very even matchup the first half of game one. Uh Warriors came out and had their typical third quarter in game one and then out Horford, your boy, your boy, the the Thunder, legend, OKC o- legend. Yep. OKC legend came out and had a blazing fourth quarter in game one. I think they beat him like 40 to 14 in game one in the fourth quarter. It was ridiculous. And in game two, man, Steph just attacked their bigs. Like, their bigs could not handle Steph. I've never seen that big of a 29-point game. A 29-point game for Steph Curry is modest at best. And But this was the most effective 29 points I've ever seen him get. He was better in game one than he was in, in game two. I mean, that yeah. first quarter he had in game one was, I mean, like peak Steph Curry stuff. Uh, he was better in game one. But game two, they they were better on the whole, especially defensively. Um, I mean, they they completely shut down everything the Celtics wanted to do. Game one, look, the Boston Celtics made shots. You can't take that away from them. There was no chance. Love Al Horford, OKC legend. There was no chance Al Horford, Derek White, and Marcus Smart were going to shoot 80% from three. <laughs> and they were going to shoot 50% from three as a team the entire game like the level of shot making they were hitting in that fourth quarter was outrageous it was never really sustainable uh and it, and it showed in game two game two wasn't really close I, for the first half it was yeah warriors but did their thing and they did the third their quarter. their third then, quarter thing and it was over and they couldn't yeah. do they couldn't repeat what they did in game one so i understand if so if there's people out there like like 
man, the Warriors have beaten them seven out of the eight quarters. So they think it's going to be a five-game series. But I, I'll give Boston. They're going to get at least one in Boston. So that's why I, I think I'm going to stand by my my pre-finals prediction of Warriors in six. I actually don't think it's over. I'm, I'm being a hot take artist. I think Boston will they'll get at least one in Boston. I am pretty confident about that. Jason Tatum's got to play better. They're turning him into a playmaker, which is what you – you want to do uh you want to try to limit his, limit his scoring and force the force the ball out of his hands force other guys to hit shots in game one fourth quarter they did that game two they didn't really do it tatum's got to find a way to get going offensively whether it's creating off of his own or whether it's finding different ways to get him involved in the offense to where the ball isn't in hand get, get him on some pen downs get him on some screens get him some easy baskets something to get him going a little bit because he's the guy that's really got to step up and shoulder some of the scoring load because Jalen Brown is a, a little inconsistent uh, and the rest of the guys, they're not going to create a ton of their own offense. So Tatum's got to find a way to get going. Boston's defense has got to be better. I, they gave up 120 in game two. They were on pace to give up 120 in game one. If it wasn't for the Warriors just going completely cold in the fourth quarter, their defense, which has been you know, the best in the league since January, has not been good in the finals. They got to figure something out to where they, they can somehow slow the Warriors down because right now the Warriors are they're doing fine offensively. They, they look very comfortable offensively. They're getting pretty much anything they want. And if the, de- if the Celtics defense, which has carried them uh, for the second half of the season and into the playoffs, if they can't stop the Warriors, they really have no shot because their offense – definitely does not have the, the firepower to keep pace with the Warriors. No, not at all. I mean, they just have more firepower, and especially their benches. I mean, it, the Warriors have Jordan Poole, like a, a six-man-of-the-year candidate. They got Gary Payton uh, the second, who who plays very well off the bench. So, yeah, the Warriors just have more in the tank, more firepower, more guys that can create shots. And, yeah, the Celtics, I mean – they got Grant Williams who can get hot. They, but even but even uh, like guys like you know Otto Porter, he only had three points in game two, but he was like setting screens, setting some great screens for, for Steph Curry and getting him like wide open. That that one shot in the third quarter where he shot it from like Mars. And like I was just like, what? I was like, you can't. They, there's no defense for this when he's gonna shoot the ball like that. There is just nothing you can do. So uh, they have to figure out a way to kind of change the way Steph Curry's been playing in these first two games. Of course, you know, being on the road has always been a difficult thing for Steph Curry. It seems like in the NBA Finals. So we'll see what happens in Game Three. But it's very interesting where this series is at. It's one-one, but. A a lot of people are saying like the Warriors have won seven of the eight quarters. So this series, a lot of people feel like even if they were going for Boston before the final started, a lot of people are switching bandwagons and jumping onto the Warriors right now. I don't, I don't want to overreact to, to two games because I think after game one, people may have overreacted after game one. I kind of felt like it was thunder heat all over again. Cause I remember yeah that series very well okc won game one without kevin durant like even playing or kevin durant played james harden did not play well in that game and as we learned james harden just doesn't play well in the playoffs um (laughs) this is the thing (laughs) i was trying to i was trying not to bye love you (laughs) 
<laughs> I tried not to out her as she tried to try to leave, and then I couldn't because I had to say bye. There yeah. you go. That's love, people. Um, Look at the love in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as we learned, James Harden just doesn't play well in the playoffs. But James Harden didn't play well in game one. And as, as a Thunder fan, I was like, oh, man, we won game one without Harden playing well. Like, this is this is a good sign. Like, Harden's going to – he's going to get better. He's going to play better easily. And then he just never did. I kind of feel like it's similar here of where Boston won game one. If you're a Boston fan, you're thinking, oh, man, we won game one without Tatum playing well. Tatum's gonna play better. He just is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fine. What if Jason Tatum just doesn't play better? Like the Warriors have been here before. They know. Look, Jason Tatum at this stage of his career is a better player than James Harden was at that stage of his career. That was six man James Harden. Yeah. Like that was. He did not turn into the elite offensive player that that he is now. He was not at that level yet. Uh, but it's just very possible that it's the first finals for the Celtics. They're still a young team. They have not been in this spot before. So it's very possible that Tatum just doesn't get to that level in this series and they can't do anything about it. Like he, he just completely bottled up because the Warriors defense, they played excellent defense on him. They haven't been able to target the matchups. They want to as much. They, they're trying to go after Steph. Steph's been playing very hard defense. They try to go after Jordan Poole. They've been able to torch Jordan Poole whenever he's on, but Draymond is playing out of his mind defensively. And then as a team, they're doing a great job on Jason Tatum. I don't want to just overreact to two games. I do think Boston ends up getting one in Boston. I do think this series, like now I I, I think I picked Boston in seven. Uh, now I'm kind of leaning towards Warriors in six. And next week, assuming the series is still on, which it probably will be because these games are every three days right now. Um, I don't know. I don't get that. I, I never get that with the NBA. Yeah, I get it. Like they're, they're <laughs> West Coast to East Coast, but... There's Man, no reason. I, I remember when the NBA Finals was like two games off, two days off. Yeah, two days off, and then you come back. They're they're messing with the dynamite ratings as well. I know we don't talk <laughs> don't talk oh, over this. Get out now! Oh, get out of here! Nope. Uh, cares about that? What they're messing with is is just my scheduling. Um, I don't understand why there was two a two day break between one and two because they were still in in Golden State for that. There was no reason to do that, and then yeah. it messed up the scheduling overall because so game three. Or game three is tomorrow, Wednesday. Game four yeah. is Friday, so it's only one day break. But then game five is Monday. You're losing a Saturday Sunday game. You would exactly. think you would want a prime time Saturday or Sunday game. So that's why I don't understand the scheduling. Is why didn't you have just a one day break between one and two? Then do the two days. Then you could get a, a Saturday prime time game. Now we've got like maybe no sports. On the weekend, I mean, I know there's like baseball, and I'm sure there's some other stuff that other people care about, but we're not going to have any any basketball. We're not going to have the finals game on a primetime Saturday or Sunday spot, which you would think they would want. So very strange scheduling by, by the NBA. Hey, it's the NBA. They're known for strange <laughs> scheduling. I will never get over the fact after we won our championship, the Lakers in 2020, we only had two months off before we had to defend our championship. That was championship. COVID. What are you going to do, blame them for COVID? Care. I don't care. It should have started in January. Forget it. Oh, we won a Christmas Day game. You know, you know why that Christmas was. Day you know who to blame for that. You know who to blame oh, for that. I, I blamed him for that. I blamed LeBron for that. He was okay with that. I was like, what are you What are you talking about? I mean, you, you, paid, you paid the price for that. And then, and then all of a sudden, midway through the season, he was like, yeah, it was, it was a, in hindsight, it was a mistake. Well, duh. Could have told you that. Why don't people listen to me? 
People need to listen to more. I need to be a part of these meetings for scheduling for the NBA. LeBron's gonna do what LeBron wants to do. That's your guy. That that's your guy. If he if he says, "Hey, let's start the league this right now," they're gonna say, "Okay, LeBron, whatever you want." LeBron wanted to get an extra year in. He's old. He's old man. He, he couldn't afford this rest. He want to hang out with them kids. He wanted to make Space Jam too. Come on. Pandemic, he's like, I gotta get out of here, man. These kids are driving me crazy. Gotta get 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 back on the court. All right. Yeah, LeBron and his great ideas. Probably, hey, probably trying to trade man. somebody. Probably trying to trade somebody to get to to get the league started sooner. What do you think of the, the Lakers' new head coach? You excited? Dar- Darvin Ham? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I, I, I'm gonna predict it here if I haven't already. Anthony Davis. Is going to be in the top five in MVPs. Darvin Ham is known for having MVP candidates under his coaching. Yes. No. Anthony Davis. Let's take this. I'll take this bet right now. Top five MVP candidate. I'm not saying he's going to win MVP. I'm saying he's going to be in the top five. I'll take this bet right now. What are we betting? Well, I will do a PowerPoint presentation about <laughs> oh, this is like a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> about why the OKC Thunder is going to win a championship in 2024. Uh, we might. We're gonna get one of Bayou, and I think it's how you say his name. I should probably learn. Please, name Victor Wenbeniana. Wenbeniana. Win, that's who. That's how you say it. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna get Homegrown in a in a month or so. Uh, I think the draft is like the end of the month, actually. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up quickly. We're gonna get him in, in a couple weeks. So we might. That, that's sh- on a Thursday, right? Uh, I don't know. Let me see when the when the NBA draft is. We I, might we might have to go back to to Fridays. Just that one week. Fine. That I one mean, week. Just to do just to do a a post draft show. We might have to do. I don't know if you're going to still be in. Are you still going to be in the UK at that time? I'm hoping not. At the- <laughs> it's June 23rd. It's June 23rd. It's actually like two weeks. So two weeks from Thursday. Hmm. Okay. okay. Are you gonna? Are you gonna still be? Um... I'm. I'm. I'm hoping not. But uh, <laughs> that depends on the airlines. The airlines okay. get back to me and wifey. Okay, so here's the deal. If you are not in the UK, or even if you are, if you're up, we will do... It shouldn't be an issue. The only issue might be if there's a Stanley Cup final game that day, that night, That that's going to take priority. If yeah. there... And I'm not, doing, I'm not doing this with Cup Finals on. If the Cup Final is not on, uh, we'll do Watch Along. For, for not the entire draft, we'll do Watch Along for like first 10 picks the lottery yeah 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 maybe yeah. like the lottery yeah i mean okay see yeah because okay see his 12th pick as well so yeah exactly. we'll do we'll do watch along for for the lottery is that cool yeah that's cool okay that's as long as good. as long as it works out with your schedule and you're not up at, at 5 a.m to to try to try to do this thing yeah even if okay. even if i'm in the the uk i think i can just i'll ask wifey ahead of time be like can i do <laughs> can i do my moderate voice like how i was on spotlight with you guys like <laughs> with my, my sexy voice so. uh so yeah as long as it works out with, with your schedule it being in the uk and as long as it works out to where there's no stanley cup final game that night because yeah i can't i'm not doing a watch along while my team's playing in the cup final trying to watch the nba draft that ain't gonna go well at all so there you go everybody potential draft watch along thursday june 23rd uh if uh you know if everything works out 
Um, so yeah, the NBA Finals, Warriors in five, Warriors in four. They're gonna retroactively win game one. I don't know I how. Like the fourth quarter doesn't count. Yeah, the fourth quarter um, doesn't count. My my friend Simmer, my friend Simmer, always had this thing of like, what if you played the game in reverse? Like, how does this work? So the 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 Celtics just jump out to a forty <laughs> to eighteen lead, and then it goes from there. Like, does this get make the game more exciting? It ends the same way. He's like, no, but then the momentum changes and all this stuff. <laughs> He's just talking about playing the games in reverse. Like, it it doesn't change anything, Sammer. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't at that's all. But joke. hey, that's 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 a fair how the momentum <laughs> would shift if the, if Celtics would have got out to a forty to eighteen lead instead of winning the fourth quarter forty to eighteen, it'd be completely different. But yeah, I think I think the Warriors are are good to go. Uh, we'll see what happens. Game three, game three may may change our mind, and we'll be talking something different exactly. next week. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to the coach for for the Lakers. Ham John's Ham brother. Anthony Davis is not finishing top five MVP. Anthony Davis is going to play enough games to be top five MVP. Are you he kidding me? He played 70 or 70 to 75 games and be an, a top five MVP. Candidate. Absolutely not. This is the dumbest thing you've ever said on this show. I, I am not. a believer. I am a believer. This is the last year for me to have belief and faith and Anthony Davis. If he lets well, me down on this, you down. then you will you will never hear me say another good word about Anthony Davis. <laughs> Despite him playing in a Laker jersey for another year or two, I don't care. If he lets me down here, I, I, I'll let him go. But 70 to 75, at the very least, 65 games. Absolutely not. There's no way. There's no way. He's finishing top five in visa. He's not going to play the games. He's not. This man has never stayed healthy. Never stayed healthy. They got to figure out what to do with Westbrook. I don't think Davis is going to get because they're going to have to utilize Westbrook more or differently. And that's probably going to take away something from Davis. It's it's not happening. He's not finishing top. LeBron Luka Dantage, might top five. Luka Dantage, Joel Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, Jokic AD. There? No, get out of here. That's your top five. Luca, it's, I'm saying I see, I'm not gonna say he's gonna win MVP. I think Luca Dantes is gonna win yeah, MVP gonna next win year. Well. But that's their top five. No, absolutely not. Here's a question for you. Uh and my friend Sammer and I were talking about all time legacy, legacy ranking. Let's say the Warriors win this title. Okay. Legacy ranking. Who are you putting higher? Draymond Green or Anthony Davis? Draymond Green. Okay. Based on based on leg Draymond Green is this generation's Dennis Rodman. That's fair. Like, That's very like fair. yeah, as a defensive player on a championship dynasty team, he's this generation's Dennis Rodman in a lot of different ways. So Anthony Davis one championship does not equate to Draymond Green getting four as the glue and the best defensive player on this Warriors dynasty. I did Go out of your way. If you didn't watch last week's show, last week's show is a must watch to hear our, our top fives in every position. That was a good conversation that yeah. we had. Our top 10 all time. And we're Steph Curry ranks as far as he's in the top 15 all time right now. Right now before championship number four, which I think is going to happen. 
I, I I said Draymond as well, legacy. If I'm starting a team like peak Anthony Davis, you can just do more than, than Draymond yeah. Green. Because Draymond, you got to have the right guys around him for him to succeed. If that's the best player on your team, you're not going very far. Uh, no. If Anthony Davis is your best player, you can at least maybe make the playoffs. Although he didn't prove that a ton of times. Uh, I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said Draymond. I really thought you were going to go Lakers bias and just say Anthony Davis there. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for that one. After you made the dumbest comment you've ever made on this show. I am nothing but honest, and that's why people should <laughs> believe me when I say Anthony Davis under Darvin Ham is going to be a top five. MVP candidate. I'm going, yo, I'm, I'm dead serious. Y'all, y'all, I'm going to be insufferable. If the first month of the year he's in the top five, I don't care. I'm holding on to that. <laughs> then I'm going to be like, if it wasn't for the injury, he would yeah. be. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> yeah he's not finishing top five no uh the other top the other five. question the other question my friend asked me legacy draymond green manu ginobili Ooh, that's a better question um ooh, that is a good question i'm gonna go draymond green though see i went manu I, I'm gonna go Draymond Green because I I I had to the question that came to my mind was who it, which team could win a championship without one of those players, and mm. I feel like the Spurs could win a championship without Manu Ginobili and did win a championship without Manu Ginobili. While Draymond, I don't think the Warriors would win a championship yeah, without they had Draymond David Green. Robinson on that team that they won without yeah. Manu. That's yeah. a yeah, that's a course. big difference. Of course, of course. I mean, one of the championships that they got with Vanu was with David Robinson. It was at the tail end of his career. Yeah. I think it was his final season, but still, uh, I think that Dre. Yeah, and and it was a it was a lockout season. I, I'll never forget that. I'm, I'm like Phil Jackson. I put the, I still hit the <laughs> asterisks. I don't put an asterisk on the 2020 Lakers championship. No, that's the Mickey Mouse ring. I put an asterisk on 1999 because <laughs> they had to verse an eight seed Knicks, and the Knicks is never going to win a championship. Come on. It's the true. Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks aren't going to win a championship. That's very true, actually. It's the Knicks. I I went Manu. I went Manu over Draymond. Um, maybe because I just dislike Draymond as a as a personality like when he does podcasts and and he's on television stuff he's very good as a player he just annoys the shit out of me he picked up that tech in game two and he's like well i can get away with anything now because they ain't kicking me out so yeah um i he just annoys he just annoys me i went manu though i think i think that 
Manu is, I think he was a little bit more important than, than Draymond to those teams. I think he's a better player than Draymond. And that is, is uh, kind of swaying me as well. I mean, the ring total is, Manu's got what, four? Four or five? Yeah, he's got four, I believe. I believe he's got four. Because Duncan has five. Right, so he's got four. And then, you know, if Draymond wins a fourth, so the rings rings are even. Like, the the all-stars, the all-NBA stuff, that's kind of kind of a wash. It's very close. I I just went it's It's like, like I said, I feel like Draymond is the glue of that Warriors team, so the Warriors can't win a championship without Draymond Green. So that's why, legacy-wise, that's what I thought we were talking about. Legacy-wise, I put Draymond ahead of Manu. But I will say, Manu Ginobili, he might be the greatest six-man of all time. Oh, he 100% is. I mean, who else is there? Jamal Crawford? I know Jamal Crawford won the award about 13 times, but... Yo, you can't mess with Jamal Crawford with those I like Jamal Crawford. Yeah, oh, Jay my Carlson God, I love, I love Jamal Crawford. I've I loved Jamal Crawford since he was on the Baby Bulls, man. Like, those Look, Baby J- Bulls. Jamal Crawford is a bucket, okay? As the kids like to say. He's a bucket, but uh, six man of the year just goes to the best scorer off the bench. That's, that's what it is. Manu, the fact that he, like, spent the majority of his career as a six man i mean the year he started he was an all-star like the the yeah. two years that he like started he was an all-star so if this man had actually like started more and, and just got the got those minutes and everything he probably would have just been more of an all-star than, than a two-time all-star but yeah six man of the year like it's it's a hundred percent manu and this is why when when harden wanted to be traded uh because he didn't want to be a six man like the the thing is like who cares if you're starting or not? Like it matters if you're closing. That's what really yeah. matters. Like, are you on the floor at the end of the game? Cause that's where, what everybody remembers. Like, man, if you're coming off the bench and you can play against other bench players and just dominate those guys, like good, like help the team, just help the team. He could have, he could have been like the next man. A lot of people compared him to that when he was on OKC and he just, he didn't want that. He wanted to be a Jordan instead of a man. So more power to him. Okay, so so here's here's the other here's the other question my friend asked me. Legacy ranking. And I thought this one was interesting. And and you'll get why. Harden or Manu? Manu. Okay, so I went I would go Manu as well, but it really depends if you're weighing individual versus team. Because individual, yeah. like Harden has scoring titles, he's got MVPs, like individual awards, he he's racked those up. He's got a bunch of all-stars, a bunch of all-NBAs and stuff. But Manu, of course, has four rings. So, I mean, those four rings are, they're going to count for for something, right? Um, Yeah. So it depends on if you're looking at, like, individual or or team success. And I weigh team success more than I'm going to weigh individual success. And especially when you're still an important piece. I'm not putting, like, Robert Ory over James Harden. Or anything just because Robert Ory's got 18 rings because he hit, hit some big shots and everything. Um, but like Manu was a yes, Manu was a big part of of the, the Spurs. I mean, he was part of the, the big three there. I would go Manu as well, but I'd be interested to see the people who say Harden because then that, that's the argument where you're really seeing okay, you value more singular awards than you value titles, which I don't think is wrong. Honestly, no. like I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that's what you're going to value. It's just not my values when it comes to this stuff. 
it's kind of like what we were discussing like last week, like, you know, when we talked about like two guards and I said, I put, you know, Allen Iverson at like number three or number four all time in two guards. And, you know, there was some people that was like Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler has <coughs> two championships. He had some all NBA, but really it's, if you put Clyde ahead of Allen Iverson, you are valuing championships over individual impact or on the game. So I can understand if somebody would would do that, but me personally, I like to say that it's a balance of everything. And the fact that Manu won four championships is considered by many to be the greatest six-man, greatest bench player of all time. Yeah, I kind of have to value that over James Harden, who went out of his way to get those individual accomplishments. Like, he could have re-signed and, and stayed with the Thunder and really built that dynasty. And you guys would be talking, we'd be talking about the Thunder probably winning the championships in the no. 2010s at some point. They would have won it at some point. No. At some point. If y'all had James Harden, if y'all had no. James Harden, y'all not, y'all not going up 3-1 against the Warriors and losing. Y'all, are, y'all yeah, are. probably win that series. Yeah, we'll yeah, probably win no. that series and no. probably beat the Cavs. No, we wouldn't have won the series. We would have never won a title. None of my teams are ever going to win a title, SB3. Many times I'll tell you this. None of these teams are ever going to win a title. They're always going to let me down. Just like John Martin says. Going on, guys. Avs defying Jeremy's pessimism. We're in the Stanley Cup Finals, SB3. The Colorado Avalanche are in the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. See, yo, all you needed... You didn't need any of these players, McKinnon, all these people. You didn't need, you know, to watch all these games and get stressed out. All you needed was the SP3 touch. (laughs) Ever since I said that. Ever since I said that. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Ever since I said that. Y'all been smooth sailing ever since. We've, you know, I made the bet that that completely blew up in my face that the the Suns would lose four games or less on the way to the finals. Yeah, okay, Caden is about to be here. The Avs have lost two games going into the finals. They they swept the first round, they lost two games in the second round, and they swept the conference finals. I don't know what to think about this team because as people have learned about me, I'm very pessimistic. When it comes to this stuff, I'll tell I'll tell some stories here. Uh, oh, wait on Caden because the the fiance. This is our first year dealing with me in in this state. Like I told her when we first started dating, I was like, "Sports Jeremy's just the worst." Okay, like you're gonna. This is the person you're gonna have to put up with. Like he he's the absolute worst version of me. I'm not fun to be around. I'm just constantly agitated. Game days after games, it's not. Oh, we're 100% getting swept in the finals. We're, are you kidding me? We definitely. We're gonna lose in three. We're gonna get so bad, badly beaten in the first three. We're just gonna, we're not playing game four. Of course. It's a four. Y'all, I y'all lose the Sandy Cup finals <laughs> by forfeit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I told her sports. Jeremy is just the worst person to be around. It, it's not fun. And she's learned this. She's very much learned this through the play. Keep in mind, we've lost two games, all playoffs. And I've been the first round, I was fine. Like, eh, first round, we're we're facing an overmatched team. It's fine. Second round, I was awful. Last round, I was awful, and we swept it. We swept this. We won game three. We won game three. Uh, we scored a late goal 
like seven minutes to go and, and we scored to make it three to two. We held on, we ended up winning. And like a minute after the game, she just looks at me and she's like, why are you angry? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, you seem mad that you guys won. I was like, well, yeah, we're only up three, nothing. Like I don't have anything to celebrate right now. I'm just like, here's Kate. Okay, let's let's put up the, the penalty box graphic if I can find it. Boom, there we go. There it Shout is. Out to Romeo. Shout out to Romeo for the penalty box graphic. There's Caden. Caden, how are you? I'm good. We finally had a good hockey game last night. It was fine. Let me all right. So as I was saying, see it was <laughs> as I was saying about uh the this my my mood when it comes this stuff i told her there's two stages two stages of me when it comes to sports there's misery which is how i'm feeling all throughout the game i'm miserable i don't care what the score is i'm miserable and there's pre-misery which is how i'm feeling when the game is not on i'm just (laughs) pre-miserable all day even after the game there's misery and pre-misery that's the two stages of sports jeremy during the playoffs that's that's it yesterday's game last night's game I knew, I knew, I texted my friend, I texted Samer just before the game. I said, Edmonton's going to get a bunch of power plays because their their coach is complaining about the penalties and all this stuff. So like, they're just going to get a bunch of power plays. And that's exactly what happened. As fell behind, uh, three to one after two, cut it to three, two, very early in the third. They fell behind four to two. I turned the game off. I was so irritated. I turned the game off at four to two. I was like, this don't happen tonight. Turned on raw, fucking raw. Watching Otis and who, whatever he was doing. I don't even remember. It, it, I don't remember who was facing. Sure. I was watching that segment. I checked my phone and I, I checked the score and I'm just like, fuck. And fiance's like, what's wrong? I was like, the abs tied it. It's four to four. I was angry that they tied it because I knew I had to turn the game back on because <laughs> if it's tied at four, I got to watch at that point. But I questioned myself. I was like, do I turn this game back on? Like, we've tied it. So, like, do, should I turn the game back on? Or should I just let it roll out? Because they've played well when I'm not watching. This is all the superstitions right here. I turned it back on. We made it five to four with, like, five minutes to go. And I was like, this is going to be the longest five minutes of my life. Edmonton tied it with, like, three minutes to go. I was very angry. And then it goes to overtime. I'm just super irritated and agitated. Just, I just said to her, I was like, I just want it over quickly. Just just end this game quickly, and I'll be very happy. They scored like a minute and a half into overtime. The abs did. And they scored a minute and a half into overtime, then they reviewed it to take all the celebration out of things because you can't have a good hockey goal without a review. That the, the, the rules analyst, he actually said, oh, shit, and he acted like this is a big deal on TNT. I was like, do you hear what they say on AEW Dynamite? They're throwing out words all the time. Like it, it's fine. You can say shit on TNT. It's not a big deal. I was I was very excited. I actually experienced a little bit of joy last night after the game. I think I think I'm going to Colorado for game two. I'm gonna hang out with Will Washington. I'm gonna nice. I'm gonna go to I will tell my Colorado misery story. Maybe next week on the show, assuming I get everything booked and it goes ahead, I will I will explain the last time I went to Colorado and was scheduled to go to an Avalanche game. That never happened. SP3, we're in the Stanley Cup final. 
I'm gonna be the the, ga- the week. The games don't start till like another ten days or some shit forever. I'll be fine the next ten days. I'll be good. I don't have anything to worry about. I'm gonna be a train wreck after that. I'm just waiting for my thank you. <sighs> Ever no. since I put the touch on it. It's the it's the Laker gold. It's the gold and purple touch. Yeah, how's that working out? Hey, we got a championship in the last couple of years. I, I can't, I can't, I can't ask for more than that. Fair, fair, John Marcia. That's my secret sports share result. It's true. It's true. It's very true. I say thank you to the fiance after every single game, and we win these games, mind you. I say just thank you for putting up with me because I know I suck as a person during these moments i'm horrible i'm absolutely i'm miserable to be around i don't i don't know why she puts up with me i don't know how she puts up with me it's love bless her but i'm miserable to be around during these moments kaden what do you have from the hockey don't praise my hockey team please okay so all i'm gonna say is with the avalanche or turi lekkanen scored the game winner in overtime that is the second year in a row where he has scored an overtime game winner to send his team to the Stanley Cup final. He was required by the Avalanche from the Montreal Canadiens at the trade deadline, and that's proving to be probably one of the best trade deadline acquisitions of any team. Joe Sackick doing the Lord's work with the trade deadline. He said, fuck them picks, just like the Los Angeles Rams. Nathan McKinnon said last night, he said, I'd give up 10 first round picks for Lekkonen. Look, that's a little excessive, but that's the mindset you got to have when you're, when you're this close and everything. Fuck them picks. Go get, go get these players. Lekkonen's been great. Manson's been great. Cogliano, he's a, he got banged up last night, but he's been very good. Nico Sturm, he's been kind of in and out. But Lekkonen and Manson have been very good for, for this team. Fuck them picks. Go get these players. Yeah, Edmonton had a disappointing uh, round, but I think it really came down to Dreisaitl had a lot of injuries. That dude, even on one ankle, one leg. Four assists. That guy's scared. Him and Nick David, that's, I mean, I know that everyone says, oh, Edmonton's got a deeper team and stuff. Every time they were on the ice, I I was so scared. They're so good. Just so good. Yeah. Well, moving over to New York and Tampa, this series has been extremely boring. Oh, come on. Game three was really fun. It was fine. Like, game one was a complete blowout. Game two was closer, but I didn't think Tampa ever really had a shot in that one. And then game three, it was a little better. But even then, I was just – I didn't really care. I don't – I don't know You're a hater. You're a hater, Caden. That's why. SP3, is it Romeo? He's a he's a Rangers fan, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a big Rangers right. fan. If if by chance, which there's a decent chance, the Rangers uh make the, the cup final. Is Romeo I don't know Romeo that well. We we talk a little bit on Twitter, but I don't know him that well. Is he gonna be a dick when it comes to sports? Like if oh. if we have him on, is he gonna talk shit and everything? He he might he might he's he's a Knicks fan. I mean, Knicks fans are the worst sports fans. In am all... I gonna am I gonna block him on Twitter? Rangers fan will talk shit. Yes. Am I gonna Rangers... am I gonna block him? Rangers, Knicks, and Yankees. Those are his mm-hmm. teams. Those are all shit talking sports fans. And like Knicks fans have nothing to talk shit about, but they still talk shit <laughs> about other teams that are good. 
Will you warn Romeo that he might get blocked if the Rangers play the Avs in the finals? I don't want to be mean to Romeo. I like Romeo. But if he is in my mentions, if he's just tweeting on his own, then that's fine. I'm not, that's whatever. If, if I angry tweet and he is in my mentions, like laughing at me, I'm going to block him. All right. <laughs> Please let him know wait. that. Please let I him know. I will Do let not him know. enter my mentions. Try to make fun of my team when I'm trying to angry tweet about this stuff. I will block I will it. Him and it's know. not personal. I, I guess it is because I told I've I've given him fair warning here. But I will I will block it if he does that. I'm not gonna I let will. him on the show either. I just I I want to. I'd like to have like a nice friendly conversation, but I'm I'm too stressy with this stuff. No, no, he can have a good. If he's on the show, he'll have a good conversation about it. Right. But yeah, Twitter, yeah, I'll tell, I'll let him know that you might block him. And JJ, you say you're a Knicks fan, and this makes a whole bunch of sense because you talk <laughs> trash about my Lakers like you have any right to talk any trash about my Lakers. Like you, Knicks, your Knicks fans should just shut up about sports in general. Y'all should, y'all should have closed mouth. Don't get fed. Like, like, yeah, that's how y'all react to everything. Y'all always want to talk about every other team besides your own that is straight up trash. And I'm from New York, so I have every right to say that. JJ said, Caden learned that lesson, Pop. Not bother Jeremy while his teams are playing. Don't do it. I actually messaged Caden last night when we got down like four to two because you messaged me before the game. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're like, Oh, are we like, am I needed tomorrow? We're talking hockey. And then we were down four to two. I was just angry. I was like, we're not talking hockey tomorrow. We're just not going to do it. And then after the game, you messaged me back. You're just like, so are we talking hockey tomorrow? I was like, yeah, we'll fucking talk hockey. I'm in a good mood. This is me in a good mood, by the way. Why not? This is me in a good mood. Okay. Hey, I want to give a non-hockey related. I got two cool Lakers stories for SP3. Oh boy. About two important moments. First, in 2019 which was, I think, when the first LeBron year, when they didn't make the playoffs, I was at the game, the Nets won, where they got eliminated. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, but, but the second one is in 2020, when they had the championship at Disney World, I was at Disney World that week, and I was staying in a hotel that I could see, like, out my window, I could see the arena that they were playing in. So we had the game on, and at the same time, we could watch the game and see the arena. So we were looking at the arena when the Lakers won the championship against my Miami Heat. So it was not happening. You have a touch. You have a touch for my Lakers. You, it's, either, it's either death or desire. Like... <laughs> Like it's either it's either championship or elimination when Caden's around. I like it. What are you? Uh, what's your what's your NBA finals pick, Caden? Um, it's tied. Is it tied one one going yeah. back into Boston? Yeah. Mm, 
I'm going to say Golden State. I still have more trust in Steph than I do anybody on Boston right now. That's fair. All right, kid. Anything you want to plug? You're going to Dynamite tomorrow, you told me. I'm not anymore. I was going to go. I was going to drive 10 hours to Kansas City, and then I realized it's not worth it. No, absolutely not. No offense to any any wrestling. I think it's a very good show, but I ain't driving ten hours to for any of these shows. Okay, sorry. No. I mean, maybe it's a pay per view or something. That's one thing, but I don't even get on the three hour train ride to go to Long Island for the Long Island show, so I don't blame you. Ten <laughs> hours. Yeah, that's Am I doing Flightful Select? What? Oh, sure. If you want to, I forgot that was a thing. Oh yeah, welcome to Flightful Select. Here we talk about all things flights. So I have a flight in about a month. I'm going to Boston. We'll see if my plane ticket gets leaked. Uh, we'll figure out who bought that plane ticket for me. Uh, we'll see if I even, do I board the plane? Am I going to Boston? Am I really going to go? Who knows? Jeremy, what's your favorite thing about a flight? I like just sitting at the airport and waiting. I like flying. It's actually fun. I don't mind. You know, that reminds me of when we waited Saturday night to find out if a certain wrestler would board a flight. We're not talking about wrestling. Get out of here. Get out of (laughs) here. Wrestling on this show. That was great. That was great. That was a great bit. (laughs) I'm going to get on a flight next week. I'm going to go to Colorado. I'm going to go hang out with... Do you want to plug anything, Caden? Ten Cut Wrestling on YouTube. There you go. Bye, Caden. Thank you. See you next week. All right. Um, I'm going to get on a flight next week. I'm going to go to Colorado. I'm going to hang out with Will Washington. I'm going to hopefully watch the apps. play. I'm, I'm going to be miserable, buddy. I'm going to be it's so okay. miserable. It's going to be all right. You got the You got the SP3 touch. SP3 touch has been working for the apps, mm. so... It's going to be good, smooth sailing, especially if you versus the Rangers. I hate New York teams, except for my Yankees. No, it doesn't matter who we play. We're going to lose. We're going to, we're going to get swept. It doesn't matter who we play. We're going to get swept. <sighs> I hate sports. I absolutely hate sports. They're the, they're the worst. They're in the Salt Bay. The, the Salt Bay. <laughs> All over it. All over they're, it. Sports are the worst, SP3. Let's talk about the circle season four. We finished it up. We, we watched all of it. I was glad my man Frank won. Spoiler. Sorry, the best, The best winner they could have possibly had. I feel like this is like, I would say, the, the first season of the U.S. version where the right – or not, and the U.K. version because the U.K. version yeah. had some horrible winners. Like yeah. a catfish won the first one. <laughs> catfish won the first one. Uh, I forget, I forget who, yeah, the second one, the second one was okay, he was like, he had, you know, um, he, he had cerebral palsy, he was okay winner, so I, I, I like that one, the third one had a catfish win, because the, the, the Manrico was playing like a snake, and he voted for the catfish to win, basically to beat her, so yeah, I, I, I would say this is the best winner of the circle overall that they ever had. Frank was the most entertaining. He was just hilarious the whole season. He played it the right way. So I'm very happy for Frank. I was worried because I saw somebody tweet about like a catfish winner. And this was before I watched the finale. I 
thought 100% Omani was going to win. And I was going to be so mad that it got spoiled for me because nobody was really talking about the circle among like on Twitter, among, among my followers and stuff. And I stick to my list a lot of times. So I don't uh, always see like the main timeline stuff. Um, but it was somebody on my hockey list tweeted about like, Oh, the circle, like everyone should play as a catfish. Like the winner kind of proves that or something. I don't remember what it was, but I thought it was something about like catfish winning. And I was like, Oh man, the Amani's going to win now. Like I was so mad. So when Frank won, like I was very surprised and very happy that Frank got announced because I thought he deserved it, especially over Amani. I thought Amani played like a fine game. The people who come in late always, I always, I don't like when they win. Like I like it when one of the, like the original people end up winning because they've been there the whole time. They've survived a lot. Like the people who come in late don't have to survive as much. And yeah, I like when one of the original people win. And I thought Frank deserved it the most uh, by far. I was rooting for him. I was rooting for you, Ling. I really liked you, Ling. Me too. Uh, those, are, those are the top two people that, that I was rooting for. So I was glad that Frank won. He was great. Frank was awesome throughout the whole thing. I, I liked you, Ling. She had the the minor little setback when she didn't vote for Alyssa during the that virus. One, yeah. That was that was like I was like, ah oh, man, do I like you you Ling still? But her her alliance with you know Frank and Rachel, they were all real. So I, I liked them, you know, them being a whole unit, even though Rachel was dumb and gave the virus the antivirus to nathan and i was like i was like i just oh, hope nathan was I, the worst. man i had my fingers crossed because yo you you watched it all the way through after the season was done me and wifey were watching it week to week so we had to uh, wait a whole week but, uh, to find out who frank picked to not be in the final and i was like Please, Frank, don't pick Nathan. Don't oh, pick yeah. this Nathan. Dude. I was so worried. I was so worried he was going to pick Nathan to be in the final because Nathan fed him that information about Brew. And so yeah. I was like, oh, man, like Frank's going to take that and he's going to be like, well, I trust Nathan more and everything. He might rate me higher and whatnot. I was so worried Nathan was going to get picked. But Frank, this is another reason why I like him. He played a real and honest and genuine game. And so not picking Nathan was uh was big and yeah i was very worried nathan was gonna was gonna be in the final because because that he was nathan's son dude oh my god he's he so much like he was just he played insane. it well like i gotta yeah. i gotta give yeah. the, the guy credit like he played it he played a strategic game he tried to use nathan to his advantage um i don't really dislike anybody like how they play these games because unless they just completely are like just a dick about things and that is their true personality then it's like okay well you suck but then this guy alex like he played it he was clearly just playing game and he seems like a fine guy and he was just trying to he was trying to play the game how he thought he could win and he didn't and once he didn't he's like okay well i did what i could and and that was that with everything um yeah but he he was awful <laughs> yeah, I, I want people to play like an honest game and actually win. That's why I really like yeah. uh Frank winning this this season because he played it the most honest way he could. He was very genuine. He based it all on, you know, your vibe and stuff. And he was just the life of the circle. So I, I appreciated him winning a lot. Uh I don't know if you've had this conversation with wifey, but I've had it with it with the, the fiance. If you could go into the circle, would you go as yourself? And then if you went as yourself, then like how honest would you be with things? 
The bigger question, though, if you win as a catfish and you win single, would you be allowed to like flirt and do whatever you needed to do? Like Nate, because Nathan, Alex, he had a girlfriend. Seems like they were very involved and everything. And she told him, according to him, was like, do whatever you got to do. Flirt. He was over here. They, he was sexting with you, Ling. Yes, right? he was. Yes, they he were was. sexting out here. Him and you, Ling, were, were 100%. They were sending them pictures and everything. And apparently his girlfriend was like, whatever you got to do to win, go for it. I don't know how they're doing now, but when, when we were watching it, fiance was just like, I don't know about all of this. Like if you went in there and we were doing this, I don't know. And I'm just like, if I came home with 150, like 150,000, like you wouldn't be that bad. She's like, well, if you better, if you do this, you better win. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. So if you went into the circle, how are you playing it? And how much, if you've had the conversation, how much would wifey let you get away with you? If you haven't had the conversation, how much do you think she'd let you get away with? So me and wifey did have a conversation and we both agreed if we went into the circle, we would play each other. Okay. We, okay. we, I would play her. She would play me. And I told her, I was like, I was like, do whatever you got to do. She didn't give me the clearance to go ahead, but I think she's more comfortable with me going in as her and flirting with a guy than me going in as myself and going playing single. So <laughs> I think, I think that, that that was the thing we both agreed where I said I was like I I think like your face with my personality we would win all that money I would flirt my ass off with all the guys be on the guy side I'd be starting like the girl chats I would basically be playing a mixture of how uh Imani Imani played mixed with uh the first winner of the UK version uh bring that all together we had that conversation as well of playing each other. She wouldn't do the show, period, because she just doesn't like that stuff. Uh, I would, I, I did mention, like, what if I just played you and just all you and, you know, talk about the kids and, and everything? Like, how would that work? And she's like, if you could pull it off, I feel like I pull it off to an extent. I feel like playing a girl would be tough because be. you gotta, like, you gotta just know things that you might not know. And if you slip, you up, gotta have you gotta have the book though. Like yeah. that's the thing. That's the key. And you're you're if they have like the the thing that messes up the catfishes when it's a guy playing a girl is the challenges. Yeah, the challenges always mess it up. Whether it's like a cake challenge or a makeup challenge or an art challenge, people can tell if it's a guy or a girl based on those things. So that's the tough, that's the real tough part where I think like conversation wise, I can get the book, get all the information from wifey and be able to look that up and respond well. But when it comes to the challenges, I think that's where I would probably slip up. I think that the challenges would definitely be tough. See, the fiance is not, not much with, with, with like cooking and baking, likes to do it, but very, just like me, very simple stuff. Doesn't do like a lot of makeup or anything. Uh, she's very very simple which is what i love about her so i don't think the the challenges would be too bad because i ain't going in there and be like love to bake love to cook <laughs> love to get fancy dress up and everything because that's that's not really her so yeah. i'm not gonna say these things either so if we have these challenges i ain't setting these these high expectations when it comes to stuff like she there's a uh there's famous conversation we had famous between us but i was just like when we started talking early on i was like hey does this match like she was picking out my outfit for, for actually uh one, one of the the shows like the draft show 
we did. I was like, does this match? And she's like, you do not want me picking out your clothes. Like, I have no sense of like, if this matches, if this is going to look good or anything, like you should not trust me when it comes to picking out your clothes. And so like that, that just goes to show like, again, she's not the type of person who was like, yes, wear this, this, and this, like you got to be like this. So I wouldn't go in there and being like, I like to do this, this, and this. That way the challenges ain't screwing me up as much. Um, I think, I think I could kind of do what, what you were doing. What you said you would do is like play her, but have mostly my personality with it. Yeah. And because our personalities are very the same, very much the same anyway. So there wouldn't be too much of a of a difference of a divide there to where I'd slip up in conversation or in challenges. Yeah, and like my my wifey, she's more of like reserved. She's more of like an introvert. So yes. I'm I'm more I'm more out there, outgoing. So that's why I said like her her face because she's beautiful with my personality. That's gonna be like the perfect combination. And like I said, I would I would do like you said that I would set the expectations low because wifey is good with like makeup and with like. Uh, I've seen her like do cake decorations and stuff like that. I the only thing that would be good is that I did work at a bakery, so I would be good. I would tell them like I can I can decorate a cake pretty well, so I would do that well, and it would come off like oh yeah, this could be a girl. Like, like, but but yeah, that's about it for me. Like I think I think I would have to keep it very very simple with everything else and set the expectations low so when we get to the challenges people aren't expecting me to be like oh makeup extraordinaire and all this other stuff because that's like carol like carol messed up when she told everybody oh i'm a great baker and it wasn't even bacon it was cake decoration i know there's a difference between baking a cake and decorating a cake but not everybody else when you set the expectations so high like i love to bake i do all of this they're going to expect you to be able to be this great cake decorator so if your cake decoration is not that great they're going to be like catfish yeah and that's that's when you that's when you get yourself into trouble those challenges yeah that that decoration challenge with carol's like oh man it's got to be really, really good here. And she did say, you know, like, oh, there's a difference between decorating and baking. I like baking, decorating, not so much. But still, that expectation is going to be set high. When you say you like to bake and everything, people are just going to assume you like to decorate. And I think that definitely uh, slipped her up. Um, otherwise, I thought Carol played like a fine game. I was really rooting yeah. for Carol. I, I, I like when I like when there is like a, a strong catfish from the start. And she did yeah. well from the start um playing like playing someone much older that's got to be tough though because then you got to remember like all that side of stuff and if you slip up and say like certain language thing like wait a second why is a a 60 year old talking like this that's tough that can be tough too let's get on the circle sb3 wins applications for the next season of the Um, we got to look it up man we need to get on here if we okay or we can go in together. They, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I had I had two I had two things. They have done it where people have gone yeah. in together before. Yeah. We can go in together. We we can go in together, or we need like a secret, a, a code word. We need like some type of code to where like if if the other person is there, then we we say this phrase, this word, we use this hashtag, and then it's like, oh, okay. That's hashtag him. FFC. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just use the FFC hashtag and be like, okay, th- does anybody else know what this means? And then if you, you get it back, 
you know that this person is there. All right. So if you're ever on this show, if you're listening to this and you're ever on the circle, use the hashtag FMC on the show to see if there's anybody else there in the circle who watches the show or is part of the show or whatever. Or if you're just on the show and then you just give us a shout out by using the hashtag FMC. Because nobody knows what FMC means. I told you, it stands for whatever you want. It stands for, in, in this case, it, it could be for fuck Mary Circle. I don't know, but whatever it is. First morning circle. There you first go. First morning circle. Like, <laughs> use the hashtag FMC if you're ever on the show. And then you, at the very least, you're giving us a shout out. Possibly me, me and Jeremy are going on the circle together. She said, Who we're gonna play? <laughs> Who would we play? I don't know. I, I told him my idea to play you. Uh, he said he would play his monkey. <laughs> I'd either play I'd either play myself or I'd play my fiance. Yeah. 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 I feel like we'd have to play a cat. I mean, if we're going in together, we'd have to play a catfish. I I, th- I feel like we'd have to play like we should we should play John Cena or something. Play a celebrity, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. See if we could play like a celebrity. <laughs> Imagine people we they know where your catfish would be like John Cena ain't got time to play. Come on, this no, time. we gotta we gotta play like a wrestler that's not that known, like a like a MJF, like, like MJF is known. <laughs> not like it man we're gonna be in the because they try to front like the circle the u the u.s circle is like in like new york or chicago that's it's still in the uk it's the same girl it's the same apartment <laughs> building so in the uk i don't think the people are gonna know mjf like that it's u.s people though it's u.s people though all right we we'll gotta... play darby allen i don't know if we i don't know if we can play anybody maybe maybe i don't feel like we could play anybody that's on like national television though maybe we get away with playing like joey janela i don't feel like people are gonna know joey janela there you go or nick wayne we play oh, nick, nick wayne. wayne would be good yeah we could play nick yeah. wayne. 16 year old nick wayne on the circle come on that makes that makes a whole girl we both would just act like we were and we were 16 <laughs> all right well, this is, this is what, we're gonna get on the circle everybody this is my this is my goal for the next couple of years to get sp3 and i on the circle as a duo i feel like we could pitch that and it might be like it might work hold on apply to be on the circle i love this idea this is the greatest idea we've ever come with the circle casting all right the circle casting circle us oh apply now it's open applications are open sp3 let's go let's go apply for future okay okay closing date the 2nd of october okay Yes, we are 18. We're applying to be on right now. We are a resident or legally reside in the U.S. and Canada. You are not employed or engaged or have not been previously employed by any company with an all three. No, I don't know. it. No, we're fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to use the name, the email, set up a password. Um, I'm not going to tell the password out, out loud because. No, of course not. People would take it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll message you the password. Uh, cool. If you need it. Okay. Yes. Uh, will you allow this to contribute? Sure. Yeah, you can use it. Uh, yeah, we can use. All right, I'm not a robot. All right, register. All right, we've registered to be on the circle. Hold on. 
Uh, okay. Oh, all right. Stop this password stuff. Okay. I'll, I'll, I guess I got to get my cell phone number, which, uh, which more, okay. Um, I, I just got the email that I've registered for the circle. <laughs> That's awesome. This is the best play and we've ever come up with besides gonna, FMT as a show. This is the best I'm going to use, I'm going to use my, my parents address for this. So if they get like a bunch of spam mail and whatnot, it'll go to them. I don't need, I don't need actual mail coming. Do we have any medical issues? No, not really. No. It says mental, like I have depression, but what are your social media handles? Okay. Give them the FMC one. Oh, no, no. I'm not going to give them the FMC one because, uh, you know, they might actually want, like, I'm going to give them mine because then they'll yeah. see, like, we, we've got, like, some, some personality. There so you go. How many followers? Yeah, I'm not on, like, how many followers do I have on Twitter? I got, like, 6,000 or something. I should give them Sean Ross Saps. <laughs> then they would really they'd be like oh we want this guy yeah all right i'm not on i'm not on any of that uh oh youtube we're on youtube yeah. youtube youtube's got a good number of uh yeah like well 13 13k on youtube yeah that's perfect okay uh youtube yeah 13 13.2 okay you are not obligated to complete this section and answer every question. We encourage you to do so to provide as much information as possible. Okay. Do I have to send like a video? Okay. What gender, male, relationship, in a relationship? I want, I want to like pitch that we want to go in as a team because yeah. I, I feel like this would be a big sell. It would be. Like, they never. I, they never had a biracial team either. Yeah. Like this is, I gotta, I gotta be able to pitch this as part of the, the application here. Cause if they're just trying to take me there, I don't feel like they're going to take just like d- d- average white dude. They got enough about those people. Caden, like, we, we are, we are basically applying for the reality show, the circle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right. About you. Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I would like to enter alongside my podcast co-host SP3 a straight see you gotta go with the, the biracial angle is very good uh, SP3 if, if you know a white, white, exactly. white dude and a black dude a straight black male uh, to play a oh okay uh what would your profile be on the circle? Why would you like to? Oh man, this is this is tremendous. All right. Oh, we gotta we gotta send like right. photos and stuff. Head. Oh, we gotta send like videos. What is all this? Oh, man. <laughs> he's like this is becoming too intricate now. <laughs> it really is. No, no, no. You can do this. We can do this though. We're gonna turn it one hundred percent to this right now. Oh, the, like, this is the, this is perfect because all they can do to us is say no. Like that's yeah. only that's, okay. that's the worst that all can right. happen. If I as, as, as to play a catfish, catfish, we are wrestling media personalities. Now I can't spell. Uh, who interview? And cover pro wrestling and sports and entertainment. Uh, I, that, it's very short, but that's okay. 
I'm just trying to, I'm really trying to sell them on the idea of, of, of us as a duo. Have you watched the circle? Yes. What would your profile on the circle be? We would play a unknown wrestler. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the rest. So I, I, I do think we maybe go like, even we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out who we can like use or something. We play a, play a, well, I'll say independent, independent pro wrestler. Can't spell, can't spell independent. We play an independent pro wrestler. Um, ooh, that's it. Just we play an independent yeah. pro wrestler. Yeah. What's your profile be? That's our profile. Independent pro wrestler. Yeah. He makes little money. <laughs> Has to work a real job on the side. And it's beat up on the weekends for the love of the game. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Cody Rhodes. Like Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best. And no, we put an old picture of Cody too, not a current one. <laughs> what would you do to become the most popular within the circle? What would we do, SP3? Hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> Hot dog and a handshake. Yeah. We would use our, our funny personality to get people on our side. And we would, we would, uh, we would flirt, flirt, yeah. flirting, and being funny. That seems to work very well. Yeah, really. Flirt <laughs> a little politic. You got to say politic because we're yeah. talking about wrestling. Politic yeah, that is true. Because that is big in the world of wrestling. We would not job. <laughs> We ain't jobbing to nobody. We're not job <laughs> to anyone. We Why would you like to? Down. We don't lay down for no man. <laughs> Why would you like to be on the circle? We want to win. We want to win. Have fun and win. There we go. That's why we wanted to. If you are not selected to take part in the circle, would you be happy with us for an approach you discuss the possibility of us using your photos for a catfish? Sure, because it's a dual photo. So if somebody wants to try to play two people, go for it. Absolutely. How do you feel about social media? We love social media, I think. Like, like if they use one of our photos, did we get paid for that? That would be yeah, great. Yeah, really. That would be we great. We love social media. <laughs> it allows us to interact with our friends and supporters along with promoting our work have you had any positive or negative experiences online i mean yes but wrestling fans suck <laughs> that would be that would be the response that's the best response <laughs> we had we became i mean we became friends on social media essentially we became friends through social media and have made lifelong friends on social media, which has been positive. Negative is that wrestling 
fans suck. There we go. All right. We had to do a video, which isn't good. Um, all right, video type. Upload, upload video. I should just submit. Uh, hold on. I'm just going to submit an FMC episode. That's what I'm going to submit. That's the video. That's the video. That's yeah. the video. <laughs> I'm going to submit an FMC episode. Oh, that that might that might be even even better if we played Sean. <laughs> oh, that would be good. That would be really good. I wonder. Yeah, Sean might be. He's an independent yeah. wrestler. Right. True. Okay. What episode should I submit? Which uh, which is the episode I did the uh, the PowerPoint? That was a very good episode. Uh that was two weeks ago. Uh, I'm trying to see. Okay, I got it. Okay, all right. I'm gonna submit. I'm gonna submit that one. My hockey rant, I think, is on that video too. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a very gold uh, video. Okay, all right. Headshot. All right, SV3. We're gonna take these photos right here. All right. Let me let me take the the brand away. I'll take this away. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> all right. Smile, SV3. Okay, took that photo. We're gonna upload it. <laughs> this is, I, I keep saying this, but this is legitimately <laughs> the best idea that we've done on this show. This is the okay, best idea need... on Fightful Overbooked ever. Okay, we need we need full we need full length photos now. So I'm gonna need somebody to to screenshot. As we do, we gotta like stand up and do like a full length like photo here. All right. Okay. So I'm going to need somebody to screenshot this. So somebody in the chat, I, JJ's here, uh, get, put like a thumbs up when you have screenshotted so we know because I'm not. we're not going to have our headphones on or anything. So I got to be able to read the chat. I guess yeah. I can keep the headphones on. How can – is my camera – oh, my camera is going to go like off the full, bed. full length. Be fine. Okay. <laughs> the dumbest idea we've ever had. There we go. Are we going to do a double pose? Go for it, SP3. <laughs> Come on, JJ. Hurry up. I forgot it's on like the, a delay, so. <laughs> All right, you can pause the video, JJ. Pause the video, get the screenshot. There we go. All right. He did it. He did it. All right. He did it. Uh, DM that to me. DM that to me, JJ. <laughs> Oh, I just need—I need someone to post that on social media too, please. <laughs> just tag us, be like Jeremy and SP3's full-length photo for the circle, and tag just, the circle. I just messaged the fiance and just said, "SP3 and I are applying to be on the circle as a duo." Okay. All right. Um, I love that one of us have on a Taylor Swift shirt, the other has on a yeah. Roman Reigns shirt. This is perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> he then says, "I'm turning that into a meme." That's oh, fair. this is fair. That's fair. One hundred percent. All right. Okay. I've got. I got it. Upload it. She just said, "Bring home the money." So there you go. She supports this. <laughs> There we go. Okay. All right. Next. How did you hear about the application? I Googled. 
<laughs> watch the you show. Approached, yeah, I googled and watched the show. Okay. Uh, were you approached by a member of the casting team? Nope. Have you applied beyond the circle? Nope. Have you applied or in the process? Nope. Have you ever appeared on any other TV shows? Have you, SP3? Uh, I was an extra on Law and Order and on uh, Rookie Blue. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Please list. SP3 was an extra on Law and Order and Rookie Blue. All right. And I was on, um, what's the name of that show? What's the name of the show that used to have the guy from TMZ? And he used to interview people in the in the mall. It was a court show. Um, no idea. People's Court. People's Court. Oh. Yeah, I was on. I was on People's Court when I was eight years old. He, uh, they're, they're what year? From... What year were were you on these shows? SP three. It needs to know. Um, Rookie Blue was 2014, and Law and Order, I believe, was 2016. Assuming no one's gonna know you as an extra from these shows, so we should be okay. Yeah, I should be fine. I should be fine. I don't even know who I'm gonna list that. It's like no oh, one's. Was, I, let me let me look real quick. There was one more show because I was on it with uh, my friend's dog. What was the show with Ray Liotta and uh, Jennifer Lopez? Uh, As we do, oh, you have a Shades of Blue. Shades of Blue. What's it called? I was on Shades of Blue in oh. 2017. Oh, you you were completely right about it being in the UK. It's just it's selected. <laughs> If selected, you will need a valid passport need in order to travel to the UK for filming. Do you have a? I, I was yeah. You have a passport. Yeah. Yes, you're yeah. in the UK right now. Exactly. What's What's the expiration date on your passport? Uh, twenty twenty seven. I don't know the expiration date online. I'll put twenty twenty seven. Are you aware of any issues that could prevent you from traveling? Nope. Can you let us know of any commitments that would affect your availability to attend the auditions remotely via video call? And take part in filming. Ah, oh, we, we don't have any. Be fine. We'll figure it out. Mid application, SP3. Application successfully received. We did it, y'all. We did it, y'all. We, we just applied fly. for the circle. Yo, I, I we we need everybody. We need all <laughs> all the people that watch FMC Weekly, all of all the subscribers for Fightful Overbook to vote for us. <laughs> And support I'm gonna us. I'm going to three and I just applied to be on the circle as a catfish duo. Please tweet at the circle. That's their Twitter. Oh, no. What's their Twitter? Circle Netflix Twitter? Maybe Circle, Twitter? circle Netflix. I don't at know. Circle Netflix. Please tweet yeah. at... Circle, Netflix, and help us get on the show. Hashtag FMC. There we go. Oh yeah! All right, everybody. We need we need this grassroots campaign to to work. Okay, please support us in doing this. If I come to the UK to film this show, I will see Alex McCarthy, and I'll give him a big old smack upside his face. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do to Alex McCarthy. And I'm going to be there to record it since no one was there to record me hitting Alex. So I'm going to, I'm going to, the first interaction between Jeremy and Alex in person, I'm going to, I'm going to record it.
that's a that's a good that's a good point, JJ. I should use that that photo that you took because that's very that's very good. I'm gonna delete the tweet and I'm gonna re I'm gonna tweet it again by adding that that photo. Beautiful, this is beautiful. <laughs> All this right, SV3, like the greatest idea ever. <laughs> If this works, I'd be so excited. This is all I want in life is to be on the circle with you playing catfish duo. That's all I want. <laughs> my wifey just reacted like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, she knows so me when I just told her. She's like, oh, okay, who would you play? Some catfish, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, SV3, where can the people find you at? <laughs> find me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. I'll be back on YouTube at 2.15 p.m. Eastern time with Rick Uchino for Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast talking about last night's Monday Night Raw. So check that out. And, of course, Grassroots, put, a, put FMC on the circle. Use the hashtag FMC. Get SV3 and I on the circle as a catfish duo come on everybody we got to make this happen appreciate everybody hanging out with us uh more stuff on overbooked we've got a couple new shows coming in the next couple of weeks i'm working on something that i'm very excited about but i'm not going to say anything until it's actually done because there's a possibility that uh i don't know how long it's going to take so i don't want to like fully get expectations like oh you said it was going to be on this day but I'm working on something. I'm very excited. I hope to have it done within the next week or two. Uh, all right. Let's get into it, everybody. We'll be back next Monday or Tuesday or Thursday or Friday. I don't know. We'll be back at some point next week for FMC. Reminder, in two weeks, there's a possibility we could do a live watch along of the, the draft lottery picks. So we'll do that. Guys, thank you. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Get us on the Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.